Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, did you have to Google the lyrics for Old Lang Syne on New Year's Eve? I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I think I may have set the record for the lamest <laughs> clock hitting midnight New Year's in history. Well, was it? I couldn't find the countdown on TV, so we had to just sort of freestyle it on somebody's watch or somebody's phone. But yeah, the you what did you you stood on your deck and watched your dog pee at midnight? Yeah, we had these elaborate plans of having you know a few friends over for a couple drinks, and pretty much everyone bailed on us. So New Year's Eve, my sweetie and I were just sitting on the couch watching Better Call Saul, and then my dog wanted out, so I was letting him out. Looked, and it was eleven fifty nine. Wow! And so he was outside peeing and just barking into the night. So your dog took a <laughs> two year pee. <laughs> he did. Yeah. And my, my best girl was standing there with me. So we were standing together watching the dog pee sounds as the magical. new year rang in. It was beautiful. Wow, sounds beautiful. <laughs> it was a solid stream. Uh, so yeah, that was great. We, um, what did we do? We just had a couple of neighbors over and it was pretty low key, pretty quiet. Yeah. And then so now we're what, nine days into this new year? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, it kind of feels like last year. Yeah. I feel like not much has changed. I, it's the same thing over again. I mean, I am... Uh, I am flying pretty high here. I'm walking with a little extra jump in my step. Oh, yeah. Because I, I got a couple new appliances. Yeah. Now, you got a new stove and a new dishwasher. The yeah. dishwasher is being installed as we speak. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I'm hoping that by the time I get home, it's installed and the person's already gone. But uh, it's got the rapid boil cooktop on it. Did you race pots of water over the weekend to see which one boiled fastest? So... My girlfriend was the first to boil water mm-hmm. for a Did meal. Did she boil it. it over? I stood there waiting to see how long it would take. Uh-huh. She was not interested at all at the rapid boil, and <laughs> it seemed to boil up pretty fast compared to the old one. I hope she you pulled up care. a chair and a stopwatch. You know what they? I, this is the first time I think I've ever bought in a new oven before, and when you get it, they have a thing on it. It says you need to run this thing at four hundred degrees for an hour. There will be a smell. Don't freak out. Yeah. And so that's how I spent this past Friday night. You got to burn off the chemicals inside of it. You do. So instead of the chemicals going into your food, it just goes into the air in your home so you can breathe it in naturally. Like I, I was sitting there and I think I sent a text to someone. They're like, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I got my oven running right now. <laughs> and this was at like eight o'clock on a Friday night. And I realized maybe I've made some wrong life choices <laughs> Yeah, and I could be doing better. <laughs> You could be out kissing girls, but no, instead you're yeah, I'm watching just, your, uh, uh, you know, lighting candles to try and get the oven stink out of my house. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. I'm a simple man, simple pleasures, Bryce. Like uh, being the first one into the peanut butter. Oh. My God, dragging that knife across the surface before anybody else has been in there. That's one of the greatest 
sources of satisfaction I can find in my life. That's pretty good. The new stove that I got the other day, uh, I got to peel the plastic off. The delivery guys didn't do that, so I got to peel all the plastic off. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty sweet. You didn't lose their mind when they started peeling it, or did they just leave that for you? They just left it. Oh. It was nice. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. I know you were having, there was some trouble with the delivery on Friday morning, but eventually you got your new appliances. Did you get to peel the plastic? I did. How satisfying with it? It was. It was extremely satisfying. Except on, on, this is how I spent my Friday night. This is the sad sack weekend I had. Okay. The biggest thing I did was Friday night, I turned on the oven for the first time. You have to run it for like an hour before you cook anything in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it makes your house kind of stink. That was my Friday night. Did you pull up a chair and just sit and stare into the oven while that was going on? Or did you go do something else? I stood and kind of watched it warm oh, up. It played a little song when it hit uh, the temperature. Oh, yeah. It stunk up my house. Yep. You know, it was pretty wild stuff. And the new dishwasher gets installed this morning, right? Yeah, that's getting installed today. Okay. They didn't haul away my old stove like I they were know. supposed to. That, that was said the right on the work order? <laughs> yeah. Please haul the old stove away. And you think it'd be as simple as calling, being like, hey, you forgot to take my stove. Because my girlfriend was looking after it because it happened while I was here. Yeah. And uh, she didn't know they were supposed to take it. And you think it'd be as easy just calling and saying, hey, you forgot it. Can you come get it? And they'd be like, oh, my bad. Yeah, we'll be right there. That took you all day to get that sorted out. It took all day. They ended up coming on Saturday, a different crew of people to take it. But it's gone. Uh, but at least you got that enjoyment of peeling that plastic, hey? That was pretty slick. When we were talking about life's simple pleasures on Friday morning, obviously that one came in over and over and over again. Uh, there were classics like when the scissors just glide perfectly through the wrapping paper. That's a good one. Uh, you there? Go ahead. Hi. Um, I was just uh, listening in on your guys' just talking about uh, peeling plastic off. Yeah. Are you a peeler or a non-peeler? I'm a non-peeler, but I'm going to be honest with you. My wife says that there's three things in life that make it worth living. It's the feeling of a chain being dropped into your hand from high up in the air. The, the sound of, of the vacuum cleaner rolling over carpet and picking up that little bit of dirt and that little sweet crinkle that you hear when that happens. And, and there's nothing better to her than when you peel a large piece of plastic off a brand new appliance. I, uh, I think if, if I could routinely come up with uh, things that have plastic on them for her to peel off, she probably wouldn't even need me in her life. I do like the the chain being dropped into your hand. Like, I never yes. thought of, and it all lands perfectly in your palm. Oh, man. What that a feeling. super satisfying. <sighs> it's like, it, 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 it's like, I didn't know that I was asleep for so long, and all of a sudden I feel alive for the first time in 20 years when I do that. Yeah. Hey, Bryce, when you vacuum, do you vacuum your way out of the room so you can see the lines in the carpet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you just don't go into that room for months on end? He's been, it's like a uh, same thing when you mow the lawn. You kind of admire the lines <laughs> yeah. for a while. Yeah. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Katie says, just tuning in, so maybe this has already been said, but when the beat of whatever song you're listening to matches up with the click of your turn sync, don't. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. That is nice. Sometimes do you just sit in your car to see how long it go for? It works better with new songs, like newer songs, because they're, there's studio trickery involved, so it keeps the tempo perfectly, like they, the tempo doesn't stray. Old songs... 
I mean, it's just human nature that the tempo is going to stray a little bit, so it won't stay in sync with your tune, with your uh, turn signal as long. Wow. Yeah. This is a... Uh, God, that was a boring way to describe that. It almost felt like an episode of Mythbusters. Yeah. I feel wow. like I learned something. I wish I had a time machine. I'd go back 30 seconds and not... See, Katie had something interesting to say, and then I just made it boring. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> it is satisfying, though. It doesn't happen very often. No, it is It is very cool when that happens. And then you point it out to someone in the passenger seat, and they They're really like, don't care. Yeah, like, what? Who cares? Why are you talking to me? I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> Simple pleasure, moving everything from the washer to the dryer without dropping anything. Yes. Mm, one day I'll achieve that. Yeah. Uh, Kathy says, when you pull off the perfect parallel park job, our family has a chat group dedicated to sharing great park jobs. Ooh, I respect that. (laughs) I love the fact they took it to the next level, set up a chat group. Yeah. I just always hope the public admires my fine parallel park, but to actually have a dedicated chat to show it off to friends and family, that's next level. You know what we could all do to just sort of become better people? Is it like if you're up on White Avenue or something and it's a Saturday afternoon and you see somebody pull off a particularly solid parallel park job, stand there and applaud for them. Treat it like a golf course, a golf tournament. Yes. Oh. That would make that person feel better about their day. They'd probably go out for lunch. They'd probably tip a little bit better. The server who got the tip would smile at a stranger. The trickle-down effect of you clapping because somebody parked their car perfectly. I believe they call that the butterfly effect. I think that's exactly what that is. Uh, Somebody else says, I love it when you pull a Reese's peanut butter cup wrapper off clean. You wouldn't know that, Bryce, because you wouldn't eat those. No, please explain. um, Every now and again, when you pull the little crinkle wrapper off of a Reese's peanut butter cup, there's gooey residue that gets stuck in the little ridges. Oh. And then you either have to uh, lick it out (laughs) or you just toss it in the garbage so, yes, I understand where you're coming from. When you get a clean piece of Reese's peanut butter cup, that's a solid one. I get that same thrill from cupcakes and or muffins. Yeah? Oh, yeah, I guess it's kind of the same thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Probably not as clean, though. No. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, somebody said earlier today, I forgot about this one, too. When you you soak a jar in the sink to get the label off and you pull it and the label just slides right off the jar no glue no residue left on the that feels good Uh, somebody else said life's simple pleasures splitting an Oreo apart and the icing is only on one half of the cookie that is a good feeling otherwise you end up having to tongue that one side just a little too hard (laughs) oh Evan uh, when I put a pod in the Keurig Put sugar and cream in the cup and get the cup under just before it starts dripping. Uh, Evan is playing a dangerous game of Keurig chicken right there, but sometimes you got to do that in order to know you're still alive. Somebody else said, how about when you open the dryer and the dryer sheet is sitting on top of the clothes? Oh, yeah, you don't have to go hunting for it. More importantly, you don't go to work and it's hanging out the bottom of your pants. And somebody has to tell you about it. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The things in life that just give you simple satisfaction. Just simple pleasure. And somebody said removing the seal from a new bottle of ketchup cleanly without it tearing or the pull tab breaking. Do you lick the ketchup seal when you pull that off? Do you lick the mustard seal? Sometimes it's a little mustard, a little watery, but I'm cool with that. 
I can't lick the yogurt lid though because that's a dairy product and it looks a little too much like the sour cream water. And no one likes the sour cream water, no one. But you're cool with the ketchup water and the mustard water, right? Simple pleasures, text them to 10029. A couple of people have said when you uh, sleep through the night and then your alarm goes off and you're like, what? You don't wake up once? Or Bauer says when you forget to set your alarm and you wake up at the exact time it was set for? Thank you for that. It's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, so you put up that post on Facebook, huh? About Yeah, it was look. just an article. It's just a fun article about how Western Canadians do think that bagged milk is weird. I think people from Ontario don't realize that it's not really a big thing. Yeah, I think they assume out that West. everybody has bagged milk. Yeah, now West it's not. And every comment is now, mm, we had it in the 80s. We had it when I was a kid, but we don't have it now. And the 80s was 40 years ago. Yeah, like you, it was before your time. You wouldn't remember it. I'm about to turn 36. Yeah. Like you're too young to remember. I'm 36. Uh, Kate, do you remember bagged milk? You know, no. Um, I'm in my 30s, so not my time. But I do go to Ontario often with bagged milk. Yeah, and so. I think Ontario's still doing bagged milk, right? They are still very much doing bagged milk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid in Moose Jaw, they tried it there for about, it didn't, I don't even think it lasted a year before everybody's like, what is this? And there was like riots in the street. Yeah. I think that the main difference is in Ontario, they don't do bottle deposits. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, but I don't care. I, I guess they just are like, oh, I guess we just throw it away. I don't know. <laughs> you take the bag of milk and you put it in a plastic pitcher and then you cut the corner off the bag of milk. And yeah, then you... if you don't cut the corner, you got an issue. It goes everywhere, right? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. after. Yeah, like if... if you cut it and then try to put it in, it's like reverse science. Oh, yeah, work. that's not going to work. Okay. No, it just comes right out. Yeah. Okay, Kate, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you raised a good point backstage, though. It's like, what kind of monster just puts their milk back in the fridge and you don't close the little spout on the cardboard container? Yeah. Like when it's a bag of milk. It's just always open and exposed. Yeah. And you're just, you're one little nudge away from knocking it over and having a fridge full of milk. And guess what? That's going to stink. Yeah. You won't be able to clean it all. Uh, Somebody just texted and said, quote, the 80s was 40 years ago. Thank you for that cold splash of reality, Bryce. (laughs) Well, it was. It was 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I know it feels like it was yesterday, but uh, we had it in the 80s. That was four decades ago. Oh. I grew up in Quebec. The worst thing about bagged milk is when your brother drank straight out of the... (laughs) What? Drinking straight out of the bag. How do you even (laughs) do that? You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Someone said, I don't know what's going on. Bryce really showing his privilege here because I've never had bagged milk. That's me showing my privilege. Uh, okay. I don't understand that one. Because my parents bought cartons of milk, not bags of it in the 80s and 90s. I well, guess. it wasn't an option <laughs> for you because you'd never heard of bagged milk. Oh, no. Everyone here is saying that I'm wrong, that they yeah. had it in the 90s. Well, it's split. It's one of those things, too. It just probably depends on what neighborhood you grew up in. I don't know. I know for a fact that when I was a kid in the early 80s, mid-80s, I don't remember the exact year, but they tried the bagged milk experiment in Moose Jaw, and it did not go well. They got rid of it and went back to cartons again. Maybe there were pockets of it in Western Canada, but this all stems from an article you posted on our Facebook 
that talks about people from Ontario don't realize that bagged milk isn't a thing outside of Ontario. No. In Western Canada. Like, yes, it used to be. Yes. We get it. <laughs> but I don't understand. Again, please school me on how that makes Bryce privilege. Yeah, you kind of lost me on that one. Yeah, I don't get it. But hey, I guess whatever. Sure. sure. It's okay, pal. It's okay. <laughs> sure. <sighs> Somebody, we were just talking about things that you think are perfectly normal in your part of the world, but then you leave that part of the world even momentarily and you go, oh, that's not... You know one thing I do, right? And I hope everybody else realizes it. The amount of photo radar that we have in this town, that is not normal. Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. That's not how cities who respect the people who live there, that's not how they treat their citizens. Don't they say there's more photo radar just in Edmonton than in the entire province of Saskatchewan? Yeah. And it's by a wide margin. It's huge. And again, I'm not I'm not going, you should be able to do 110 in a school zone. No, you should, if you speed in the schools, you, you should be fined heavily. But the guy who just sits in his truck all the time on 91st Street, just north of the Henday, he sits in that yellow truck all day. Build a building and put a heater in it so he doesn't have to sit there all day in a truck shooting photo radar. It's it- hard on the environment. <laughs> It's for safety. Anyway, that's not normal outside of Edmonton. That's not how you treat people. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Somebody said, I find it refreshing to go outside of Alberta and you don't have to deal with selfish and aggressive drivers. People using signal lights and letting you in. It's so nice. Shauna, I have noticed that too. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my. Uh, Let me grab this one. Hi. Hey, talking about things that you think are normal, but uh, other people think are totally weird. Yeah. Buckley's. Pardon me? Buckley's cough syrup. It's only available in Canada. It's not available anywhere else. What? Yeah. My wife looked it up. (laughs) You can only buy it in Canada. It's not for sale in the States or in Europe. It's that bad, huh? Yep. I I still drink it because that menthol works. But when you do, like, you don't enjoy Buckley's. Nobody enjoys it. Oh, God, no. No. But I think that's that's part of what makes it work, too. Because, like, other cough syrup that tastes good, it's kind of like, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it's working because it tastes good. But if it tastes, like, absolutely awful and it's got that menthol that makes your sinus clear up. Yeah. You know? Sometimes, like, the cherry NyQuil, it tastes so good. I'll be up in my bathroom. I'll have, like, three or four bottles. (laughs) Woo. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, what great. is the Buckley slogan? Tastes horrible, but it works. Or tastes bad, yeah. but it works. Yeah, it tastes horrible, but it works. Yeah. Same thing as a fisherman's friend, but that is available other places. Okay. Well, this is interesting. What's your name? I'm Ben. Ben. Can somebody fact check that? And by somebody, Bryce, I'm making eye contact with you again. I can ask Jeeves. Could you? I, assume I know Buckley's that you've got that American. As, no, I. I I'd be interested to know. Huh. I don't know the answer. Did you see this one that came in from Patty? No. It says, in Quebec, the margarine is still white. My grandparents came to visit me when I lived there and said that I that it used to come with a yellow dye. What? That's not the natural <laughs> color of margarine? What? <laughs> what? Hmm? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Did you used to put, no, you probably, you probably hate ketchup, right? What? No. Eh? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
I'm almost insulted that you said that. Yeah, how dare you? Do I strike you as the kind of guy who doesn't eat ketchup? Are you dropping your gloves? I'm eating ketchup right now by the spoonful. Would you put it on, like, would you put it on chicken? No. Mm. I don't think I'd put it on. So, and that's the thing, and I don't want to get it. I put ketchup on. It's just, that's one of those things when I was a kid, I thought that was perfectly normal to put ketchup on chicken. And I remember being somewhere once and I put ketchup on my KFC or and people were like, oh my God, diving through windows <laughs> and making that wretch face. That would be a little odd. I, I, like I can it. think of worse things, but yeah. you know, I feel that way when I put, cause I put ketchup on like my eggs. Yeah. And I feel like people look at me that, that way sometimes. But isn't it weird how eggs, if they're scrambled, it's like, oh yes, put ketchup on the scrambled egg. But you put ketchup on a fried egg. People are like, what, what, what are you doing? What's wrong with you, you raised in a barn? Yeah, so we're just talking about things you thought were perfectly normal. Like I said, I thought ketchup on chicken was something everybody was doing. This person says, Garn, I used to put ketchup on most things I ate at home. Truth be told, my mom was not very flavorful when she cooked. I don't fault you at all. It's the universal food saver, in my opinion. It was to the extreme that my older brother submitted a poem for a school project that was titled, The Ketchup Kid, in my honor. Wow, that's beautiful. I hope it didn't include that your mom didn't, uh, she wasn't a great cook. That'd be a mean poem. Uh, does Nantucket rhyme with ketchup? <laughs> kind of does. There's a kid standing up at his school <laughs> reading his poem about his mom's a bad cook. My mom's a terrible cook. <laughs> and then everyone at the end. Uh, OMG Garner. So my dad and that whole side of the family is from New Zealand. When we were kids, we would make macaroni and cheese, but omit the cheese sauce. What? And just have the noodles. Oh, and then put cream and sugar on it and eat it cold. Ooh. All my friends thought it was totally weird. Yeah. I always had to explain that it was some New Zealand cultural thing. Fast forward about 20 years on a trip two months ago, visiting friends and relatives in New Zealand, we brought up cultural differences. And I mentioned the mac and cheese with cream and sugar deal. Turns out totally not even remotely a New Zealand thing. <laughs> Just a poor people thing. Aww. Woof. I guess it was a cheap way for my grandma to make basically poor man's rice pudding. Okay. Wow. That sounds rough. It sounds disgusting. The I can only imagine the way your heart must have sank <laughs> when you found out the people in New Zealand are like, we don't know what you're talking about. Man. What? <laughs> the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You probably didn't do anything weird, did you, as a kid? Uh, that you thought was perfectly normal? Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, oh no, no. Probably. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Not no. that I can think of. It's so many, like, I used to put, the one thing, and I brought this up, is that I put ketchup on a lot of stuff, and still to this day, I do enjoy me some ketchup. Like, I would put ketchup on chicken as a kid. And then as a grown-up, and I, you know, headed out on my own into the, the real world, and somebody saw me put ketchup on a chicken once, shamed me so hard, I'm still embarrassed by it. Ketchup on chicken, it would be odd. It would be something I would note if you were dining across me. I don't know if I would say anything. I'd be like, huh, never seen that one before. Yeah. I don't know. And it's not just that we're just talking about things you thought were normal. And then you traveled outside of this bubble and you went, oh, that's not normal at all. Like the people from Ontario who think the rest of Canada drinks milk out of bags. To this day. Bagged we, milk is still a thing in Ontario and Quebec. 
We know it used to be a thing here 30, oh, yeah. 40 years ago. We're but, not denying that. But it ain't a thing anymore. No. And they keep acting like it. You're not Canadian. I just saw a tweet. You're not Canadian unless you've used a, a steak knife to cut the corner off your bag of milk. Like, what? <laughs> I get my milk out of a carton. Uh, Thank you. And using a steak knife to uh, cut the bag of milk? No. That's a that's, bad idea. That's a disaster because then you get the jagged edges and then you get milk that goes everywhere. Nobody wants that. Uh, this is from Brad. As kids, we were we were made creamed peas on toast as a Ooh. quick lunch meal. I mentioned this to other people. They had never heard of it and thought it was gross. So I kept it quiet that we did that, only to find out as an adult, it was a traditional British thing to do. Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds like a British thing. Yeah. Sounds awful. I love peas. I love toast. I would probably put those things together and be fine with it. My favorite was the person who's was their grandparent who would make mac oh, yeah. and cheese minus the cheese. And told them it was a New Zealand thing. It was a New Zealand. They went to New Zealand and people in New Zealand were like, huh? No, that's a poor person thing. <laughs> that's their exact words. <laughs> oh, and what did we learn on the show today? Probably the biggest thing we learned on the show today, Bryce Kelly. Buckley's only in Canada. Yeah, I had no clue. I thought that was an American company for some reason. Yeah, I didn't even think they were Canadian, but apparently it's exclusively here. I had no idea. Someone even texted and said they wanted their frequently asked questions on their website, and it said, yeah, they only sell it in Canada. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.